Today, we are going to be talking about baseball and how to use real life examples to understand the connection between body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I'm your host, Dr. Liz, a licensed psychologist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. This podcast is about the power of connection and a proactive approach to mental health and overall wellness. It's about finding and owning your power right now and using it for good by nurturing the connection of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Empowered by Design podcast delivers psychological concepts and practical strategies with a real life approach. Designed to empower health and wellness, optimal performance, authentic connection with yourself and others, and purposeful, joyful living. Be well, live empowered, dream design deliver. Hello, dreamers and designers. Welcome to this episode of the Empowered by Design podcast. I am Dr. Liz, your host, and I am so excited to be here. Ooh, <laughs> I was just going to tell you how quiet it is right now. And I, as I was just about to say that, the church bells down the road started to chime. So I am in my office on a Friday evening. I just dropped my son off at baseball practice and had some time to kill. So I decided I'll come and do a podcast. And it's going to be about a little bit about baseball, actually. I'm going to use baseball as an example to go through some of the aspects of our experience when we've been talking so much about the mind-body connection. And especially here on this podcast, you have heard me talk about nurturing the body-mind-heart-soul-spirit connection. So today we're going to actually do an example of how... what how to use it, how to use the concepts we've been talking about when we talk about how the aspects of our body, our mind, our soul, spirit, heart are all connected, how they influence each other. And we've done some examples along the way, and I'm going to bring it all together and use an example that happened last weekend about baseball. And this is episode 21. So it's very appropriate because my son's baseball number is also 21. So we're having a little bit of symbolism there. And I dropped him off at baseball practice. So baseball is on the brain as it always is <laughs> this time of year and um, all through the summer, which is exciting. So we love baseball. I come from a family full of baseball fans, both sides, mom and dad. And even my husband's family, they're all about baseball. Baseball is life is, is our slogan. Uh, we don't say it, but <laughs> it applies to our lives. And so I'm going to talk today about that body, mind, heart, soul, spirit. I'm going to use a baseball example, 
and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Before we do that, I'm going to talk a little bit about how the Healthy by Design program has been going. So it's been a few weeks since I've mentioned it. I've had some guests on my podcast and some other things to talk about, fun life things and dreams. And I want to come back to just keep you updated on how our Healthy by Design program is going because I've had some conversations with people since the launch, since the beginning of the program where, you know, there's some intrigue and, oh, I loved listening to the podcast and I loved hearing about the program. Tell me more about it. And I've had some really fun conversations about the program with people in real life, which is fun, which made me think I should have some more conversation here. So just to talk a little bit about how it's going and fill you in and give you some more details. And actually something fun we have in the works is we're putting together a little mini example, a little mini challenge of Healthy by Design, just to give you a taste of what it is like in case you're interested and you're you're like some of the people that I've been talking to who are saying, it sounds really cool. I'd love to hear more about it. What is it? So we're putting together a package just kind of a little bit of a sample of what you would be getting if you would want to sign up for the Healthy by Design program, which is a two-part type of program. One part is the course, the course which is designing and delivering the life and love of your dreams, body, mind, heart, soul, spirit. And the other part is the group coaching calls. So there's two aspects. One is the course that you kind of go through on your own and there's video lessons and worksheets, downloads, journal prompts. There's every week you get a a guided meditation exercise that goes along with the theme of that week, the lessons of that week. So, So it's two components. It's a self-directed, you can do it at your own pace. You watch the videos and you do the activities as it fits your schedule. And then the group coaching calls, which have been so much fun so far. We've had two of those bonus breakout calls, which is so exciting. So you get some concentrated time with the Visionistas team to really focus on your specific vision and goal for the program. So we're so excited about that as well. And what we're doing is, like I said, we're putting a little package together so that you can kind of see what the course part is like and see if it's something that you think would be helpful for you and if you would enjoy it. And that gives you a little taste of what the Healthy by Design program is, and then you can get on our list to be notified when we launch again in the fall. Um, We definitely have the program will, will run again in the fall of this year, 2021. So the best way to know when that happens and to know when we have our package, our little mini package together so that you can get a taste of the Healthy by Design program is to get on the Healthy by Design waiting list. So if you go to drliz.com slash healthy and you can sign up and just get on the list, then you will be the first to know about these fun things that are coming up, the little package. And then when we have our new dates for the next program, I'm so excited. We are having such a fun time with this first group of ladies who have joined the program 
and are are designing and delivering the life and love of their dreams, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. So definitely jump on the online and get on that waiting list so that you are up to date and you're first to hear when we launch again, when we open the doors for Healthy by Design in the fall. We have some really fun things happening too this summer. So um, we're not going to forget about you (laughs) in the summer. Samantha has a book club planned. So there will be more information coming about that soon. So a summer reading club. Um, I was looking back actually at two of my most recent vision boards and they both had this, um, this, they both had a reading room on it, the words reading room. And I, we, Samantha and I were having a conversation. Samantha is our image consultant, Samantha Arnold. And we were having a conversation recently and we were talking about reading and the summer coming up and how we love to read. So we decided we are going to have a virtual book club. So stay tuned for that. If you are not on the email list, get on the email list. You can do that at drliz.com. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, there is a place to sign up and you get a free download of our Dream Design Deliver Design Guide. So you can get that and you'll get signed up for the email list. And then you'll, again, be on the list, the first to hear about all of the fun programs we have coming up in the next couple of weeks, in the summer, in the fall. We have you covered year-round. So today, I am going to be talking about the Pyramid of Awareness. And if you, like me, enjoy looking at things, so you know, I talk with my hands, you hear me sometimes banging the microphone, but I'm also a visual person. I like to see things broken down. I like pictures, I like colors, I like to see things. And I have kind of this photographic memory. Sometimes when I think about when I've studied for tests in the past, I would remember the page it was on in the the textbook or in my notes on my yellow tablets or wherever I wrote them down. But I'm a visual person. So we do have this design guide on the website that is available for for you to download if you, like me, like to look at things on on a screen or hold it in your hand. You can print it out. Um, Again, you would go to my website, drliz.com slash resources and go to the place where you see pyramid of awareness. And you can click on that and download the guide that you can follow along, but you can certainly listen to it and then download the guide later. So if you you can listen and I'm going to explain it. I'm going to be looking at it as I talk to you about it so that I'll, I'll try my best to give you the visual. I'm clicking around on my computer now to try to find which window. There you are. There you are, my pyramid of awareness. Okay, so we are breaking down your experience and I'm going to use an example of a recent life event of mine to really identify the aspects of body, mind, heart, soul, spirit, and pull them apart and then put them back together. And again, there's overlap and it's a fluid process. So it's sometimes difficult to pull it apart, but we're going to go through an example and I'm going to show you how. But in psychology, um, there's a very popular... CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, 
approach to our experiences where we think about our experiences in life or approach our experiences in life pulling apart and identifying our thoughts, our behaviors, and our emotions. So when we talk about those aspects of health, body, mind, heart, soul, spirit, we are talking about as well thoughts. We label thoughts that go with the mind. Thoughts and ideas are are when we think of what our mind provides for us. It's thoughts, ideas connected to beliefs, our emotions. When I talk about the heart, I'm symbolically talking about where our emotions are housed in our experience. We talk about the physical aspect, the physiological aspect of our experience when we talk about the body. So sensations that happen within our bodies and also things that we sense with our, with our bodies, our senses, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. So the five senses. And then we also talk about this energy that we carry with us, energy um, that's connected, again, to our, to our emotions and to our connection to the here and now, what's happening here, but also the, when we think about energy that connects us to things beyond the here and now, other people, when you have a dream about someone and they're either here on, on earth or not anymore, but there's that energy that connects us with people that's our spirit, our soul, is really those the beliefs that we have about ourselves, our identity, the soul. I think of I even as I'm doing this, I see my my hands are going inward to kind of really touch into who we are at our core, our identity, our beliefs about ourselves. Um, and there's again there's some overlap between all of those things and all of those things, all of those aspects of our body, our mind, our heart, our soul, and our spirit come into play when we think about our behaviors. So really thinking about our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviors, and how they're all connected. And we also talk about those aspects here, focused on the body, mind, heart, soul, spirit. So as we go through this pyramid of awareness, on each point of the pyramid, we have those different aspects and kind of surrounded in this globe, this, this sphere of, of energy and our, our behaviors. But sometimes we think about just kind of when we think about something that we think of an experience, th- those experiences that pop out in our minds as most memorable are usually ones that have some kind of emotional charge to them emotional charge and energy charge. We can really vividly remember what we were feeling like, what we were thinking, what we were believing in those moments, what we were doing in those moments. And so here comes baseball. <laughs> so I am going to use an example from last weekend. You, If you've listened to any of these episodes before or you've seen on social media, um, based, you know, we go to a lot of baseball games, my son just turned 13 and he is on a tournament team. He's on a rec team and we just love baseball. So also it's a place where you're really invested. Um, your mind is there. Your thoughts are there. Your emotions are there. Your energy's there. 
So last weekend we were in a tournament and we were in the championship game of the tournament. We had played the team the day before. We had beat the team the day before, but we were losing four to zero. The other team brought their their ace pitcher to the championship game. We had not faced him the day before. So we were losing four to zero, and in, at this level they play six innings. So we were coming to the top of the sixth inning, and they put my son in to pitch, which is we love we love when he pitches. However, I get very nervous. <laughs> I get nervous. I also get excited. So as I go through my experience, I'm gonna label for you those different aspects. So nervous, excited, those are those were the emotions I was feeling. And when I think about my go-to experiences, I'm, I'm definitely able to identify and check in with my emotions, but also the bodily sensations. So when I'm nervous and excited or nervous or excited, I definitely have similar physiological experiences. So when I think in my body, when I'm feeling nervous, I can definitely feel that in my stomach. I feel the butterflies, my heart beats fast, faster, I'm like tense and I, or tense, but I'm also restless. Same when I'm excited. These are things when I'm excited, I, although I'm clapping, like I'm, I'm a clapper. So I get excited. And when I'm excited and I like have to like move my body, I'm moving my body. So I was nervous and excited. So all of these things are applying. And when he's pitching, I move away from people. <laughs> Typically, I'm sitting in my chair, or when he's batting, I stand up so I can video. But when he's pitching, I can't, I, I don't like to be distracted. I don't like to chit chat. I just like to watch him. I'm kind of in the zone. And I think, I believe, so part of my beliefs is that my energy, I'm directing at him with him. So sometimes I, I truly believe that if I'm breathing, calming my breath down, that maybe he will too, right? Because, I mean, he seems to be less nervous than me, but you never know. Sometimes he gets into these situations where it can be very nerve-wracking. So championship game, you're down four to zero. That means you cannot allow a run here. <laughs> we already have four runs to come back. You need to pitch well. So in my head, my thoughts were, I hope he's okay. <laughs> I hope he's not as nervous as me. He, I hope he throws strikes. Um, and of course, my energy is pulling for him. So just wanting so much for him to do well and to be relaxed, but also, you know, knowing that he's, he's in this tight spot. He's in this pressure situation and, um, and watching him. So I'm also, so you've heard a little bit about my behavior of walking away. I, I sometimes am, if I'm standing, I'm kind of rocking <laughs> back and forth a, a bit, like just kind of swaying. And this, in this particular game, I was sitting behind the home plate. They had bleachers. So I was sitting behind home plate watching. And again, I could notice myself sometimes holding my breath and had to tell myself to breathe even as I'm talking about it, I get excited. And even thinking, okay, take a, take a deep breath, take a deep breath before you throw this. And so some of, the t some of these things I tell him off the field too. So we talk about baseball and um, 
I love the psychology of sport too. And I, I've taken classes specifically on performance and sports psychology, but I can never tell him what I'm telling him is coming from me. I have to pretend that I heard it on some, you know, some other thing where some professional was talking about it because then it it means more it means less when it's coming from mom I think <laughs> but it's okay I don't care how he gets it but as long as he gets these strategies um, and I'm also cheering for him so when I think of my behavior as he's pitching I'm cheering I'm you know saying things that I want him to remember like reset um, come on you know I'm saying come on and I am thinking slash saying sometimes um, throw from the gut. I, I off the field, I say, you know, come play from the gut and sometimes I've punched him in the stomach a little. not not, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> tapped. <laughs> tapped him in the, you know, that like gut that, like the gut check. Um, he doesn't necessarily love it when I do that, so I just do it to myself now, and I tell him, you know, play from the gut, because that's where we play from, right? The gut, your soul, your spirit, you you, you have the energy. This is in your blood. This is who you are. You are a baseball player, and he truly, truly is from the time he was able to hold a bat, which was like one. He was hitting hitting baseballs, hitting even those little, we had to get these little, we call them great Grammy balls, these yarn balls that my, my great, my Grammy, his great Grammy made. Um, she loved knitting. And so she would make these little balls that were made of, that are, were soft and squishy and, and made of yarn. And so we called them the great Grammy balls. And those were the only ones he was allowed to hit in the house because <laughs> he could hit, he could swing a bat pretty early. Anyway, that is the, you know, the core, that energy, that spirit is, is in your blood, in your, in your soul, in your spirit. So I'm now I'm looking at my, I'm looking, see, I had to look back at my design guide, the pyramid of awareness design guide to see if I hit, make sure I hit all of the things. So my thoughts and ideas, um, I, I think I definitely want to make it clear that I have a lot of confidence in my son. So even though I get nervous, I know that he can do this. He has, he has the skills necessary. And, and I also know it's baseball. So sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And we were losing in this situation. Um, but the ideas in my brain were, I know he can do this. Um, he tends to throw low strikes, so sometimes I'm also like, I hope this umpire calls, you know, <laughs> I, hope he, I hope he recognizes the low strike. Um, my emotions were nervous and excited. It's so thrilling to to watch your kid do what they love and the passion and to be there in that emotional space, just excited and relief comes in as well when when a strikeout happens or when a play is made correctly in the field. And then when there's a walk or something that doesn't go well, it's like, oh, there's fear. There's like, oh no. You can even think about your own experience. Maybe, maybe baseball, maybe you love baseball too. But any kind of situation that brings up an experience of all of these things. So um, something exciting, something scary, and 
I, I would say something that causes stress, right? So stress can be good and bad. We know that stress can be positive and negative. Um, it's how we perceive it, how we label it. And, um, so when you think about your own pyramid of awareness example, you may, you, it may help you to think, okay, what's kind of one of the most recent experiences that I had that I felt a sense of stress, right? You, if you listened to the riding the rainbow episode that I think was episode six or seven there, it was talking very much about optimal performance where we perform our highest level of performance is when we have a moderate level of stress. So if there's not enough stress, it's kind of almost like we don't really care that much. And so we're not stressed. So who cares? And then performance is low. And alternatively, if we are too stressed, there's too much stress on ourselves, on our brain, on our body, and our emotional state, then performance suffers as well. So keeping the stress level in the middle, in the middle is when performance is at its peak. And so that's a helpful kind of tool to think about when you're thinking about this example and you can listen to that episode there's a lot more detail in the episode but just a little flavor of what of what I'm talking about when we think about optimal performance and peak performance performance psychology and and sports psychology and then um, you heard what I was doing I, I isolated myself from from people that I typically would be chatting with I just kind of I'm in my own zone and this isn't even me doing anything. So this is just me being an observer. And my energy was there for myself, but also putting it out to him. Oh, I was telling you how quiet it is on a Friday afternoon. And all of a sudden, it's pouring outside of my window. <laughs> I was like, what is that noise? So windy and rainy. And I did not bring my umbrella in. That's okay. Um, and then the identity, the soul piece again, is me, the soul, that's my kid out there. I'm a mom. One of the very, very most important aspects of my identity is being a mom and being a mom, a baseball mom <laughs> is also, is also part of that. So when I think about, so when you use this pyramid of awareness, the first you know, that first step is to identify, pull the experience apart and go through each aspect of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, and spirit. And then what do you notice about the relationships between them? So I've been talking about that for myself and I invite you to reflect as you're listening here or after this episode Go download this design guide and do this for yourself. It's really helpful to, to just know yourself and to know what happens when I'm feeling stressed. What are some of the things that I can identify about my experience? Sometimes we have to tune in to different aspects, right? So you may know your thoughts and you may know what they're connected to in an emotional way or a bodily way. And sometimes... Sometimes, depending on the level of the stress of the situation, we hear those messages from different places. So a couple of episodes ago, I gave an example of slipping on the ice when I, was, when I was driving, and my body was the first kind of 
tuning into the, those sensations in the body was what helped me kind of identify what was going on and, and affected my behavior. So then what we do in this design guide is to reflect on a non-stressful situation and then to go through this that same kind of exercise when you're thinking about something that's not very stressful. Hmm. So for me, what is a non-stress <laughs> what's a non-stressful situation? Hmm. That's a good that's a good one. I guess I'll use something that happened to me yesterday as a non-stressful situation. And even you can go so far as to think of something fun <laughs> and pleasurable, which again, it's not this or that, right? Because baseball is is actually very fun for me as well. And can have its ups and downs. So when somebody else is up to bat, I'm not as stressed (laughs) as when my own kids up to bat, but still very excited and wanting the team to do well, wanting the team to win. And that is, that is a really fun aspect of the, the team he's on is that it's everybody comes through. Oh, so I guess I should tell you what happened in the game. (laughs) So in the game, in the game, he got through the inning and did not allow a run. And we came up in the bottom of the sixth and scored five runs and won the game. I am not kidding you. We, he would have been the next batter. So he did not bat in the sixth inning, which is, I was very nervous for that, if that were to happen. But we had, we had basically had a two-out rally. Um, the, the thing I love most about this team, the Powerballers, the, the team is amazing. The team is an amazing team of kids who have just a love for the game and they're encouraging to each other. They are a team. They pick each other up. Not, you know, they have their team, they have their, their moments, like every team, but in the, in the grand scheme of it, they have such a core energy about them that is one of spirit and uplifting and picking each other up and encouraging each other, which I just love, love, love to see. And that that's what makes a team great. It's really what makes a team great. They, they have talent. They all have talent and wonderful talent. And what happened in the game was, you know, they were down and they came back and had a few really great hits um, and won, won the championship. So it was a very, very fun day, a very exciting game. And after the game, there's joy. So we'll just keep going with the game. And there was joy and relief and excitement and just a fun, fun tournament. Great way to end the weekend. And then the, um, and then they got ice cream. (laughs) Then they got ice cream. The owner of the team um, treated them for ice cream and it was wonderful. So uh, celebrations, celebrations are fun. And that was a really fun one. So when we go back to the pyramid of awareness design guide, so you can, this is what you can do with your own experience. You're thinking of a situation that had some stress, had some meaning to it, right? So usually things that are meaningful are also can be stressful because we, we want something, we have a desire for something, our spirit, our soul is connected to the outcome of something, especially with this with this example of a baseball game. 
And then you can also go through and reflect on a non-stressful situation. So something that's just doesn't bring a, a stress level or as high a stress level to it. So for me, recently we celebrated birthdays of my mom and my sister-in-law, and it was a pleasure, uh, pleasure activity, just a nice time of gathering with the family and there was not stress. There was not, oh, actually there was some stress now that I think of it. Um, but the, in general, the day was very, very pleasurable. Um, the thoughts were, you know, celebrating birthdays and being together as a family. There was joy and happiness, excitement, bonding, connection. I, we, I'm very fortunate to have great relationships with my family members and the, my parents have a pool, so the kids were swimming, and it was fun. There was just an energy of love and connection, and the identity, the soul part, really does pull in. You know, the connecting of who we are. Um, I get, I get a lot of my identity and my spirit, my soul from from my family, and it was it was a wonderful day. Now the stress, when I said, oh, there was no stress, there was a little stress, so I have to bring that, bring that in. My parents live up in the woods, and they there was a bear who visited. While we were there, up in the woods, the my parents have bird feeders, so the bears come down the mountain and eat the bird feed or eat the bird food, eat the bird food. And it's scary because we have lots of, we have little kids around ranging in all ages from two up in my, in my family. And so that can be very stressful. And I would say for me, because I felt like we were safe, we were beyond a fence. We, there were moments when the bear got closer than than comfort for me that I, I did notice some stress, but it, for the most part, it was pretty fascinating and exciting. And because we were safe, because we had a fence between us and, um, you know, that was, so there was some stress there, but in general, you can do this activity to pull apart those aspects of your experience and then put them back together and talk and think about the relationships between those two experiences. So the differences that happen when you have a stressful experience versus a non-stressful experience, how you know, how you are alerted to something stressful. So even if we take my birthday celebration for my, my mom and sister-in-law and add in the arrival of the bear, it was very much a jump in the energy level, the stress level. Some of us were a little more stressed than others. My sister-in-law was not happy. It was not a fun, fun aspect of her birthday celebration. She was, she was admittedly scared and nervous. And, um, and, and the, the kids were fine. The kids were, they did well, but you can tell when you're, when, something happens that your these aspects of your identity these aspects of your experience shift right so then the body starts to have its 
physiological reactions and the emotions come in and the thoughts like what if this bear gets closer what if this bear jumps the fence I, I did remember saying um, if this bear jumps the fence everybody jump in the pool and my brother was like bears swim and I said well what's your plan <laughs> so have a plan when danger arrives um, and you're anticipating danger have a plan but you can reflect on the differences between those two situations and how, when you, when you do something like this, so I encourage you again to go through a situation. You can go through these aspects in your mind. You can write them down. You can download the journal or you can download the guide to, to, to write it out if you like to do that. But it's also just really helpful to think about how do you use this then? How do you use this learning about yourself? For me, it's really helpful to be able to tune in to those different aspects because sometimes, like you've heard me say before, we get blocked in a certain area. Sometimes we're like, oh, there's just a block here. I don't know my thoughts. I don't know my what I should do. I don't know my, my plan. I don't know how to move forward with this. Um, and so we can use things that happen in our everyday life to really just explore how we how you, as an individual, how you respond to certain things in your life and how do you learn about yourself in that way. So this is one of the things we actually have as part of the Healthy by Design program. We go through this. It's, um, it's, it's a part of the program, but I'm, I'm putting it out there for you to also use um, just to try it and see what you learn about yourself. So you can get that for free at my website, drliz.com slash resources and again it's called the pyramid of awareness and you can go through an exercise for yourself just to just to learn a little bit about more about yourself so that is going to wrap it up for me today thank you for listening um i'm so excited that you are here again if this is your if you're a returning listener designer and dreamer or if this is your first episode, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you'll stick around and come back next week and check out some of the episodes that have come before. We talked today about the body, mind, heart, soul, spirit connection. And in previous episodes, we went through each one of those in, in more detail to talk about how to tune in, how to honor, how to nurture those aspects of your experience. And so this is just an example of how we use that learning then. So when you go through the work and what's the point of doing this? Well, one of the points is to really learn about yourself and then to be able to examine some of your experiences to understand it better. So we talked about a baseball game, which is, it's, fun, stressful because you want to win and it was the championship game, but you can use this for other experiences when you have an argument or you have a problem to solve and you're just not sure what angle to pursue or how to move forward. It can be really, it can be really helpful to examine all of these aspects, to understand the meaning to understand the implications, the emotions, the thoughts, the ideas, how they connect with your core identity, your core beliefs about yourself, and your relationships with other people. That also plays a part in your behaviors with intention, with goals, and vision. 
I also invite you to share this episode with someone else, someone that you love to help them in a similar way, learn about themselves. And if you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, please do so subscribe on your favorite platform, um, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Audible, we're, we're on all of them. And and if you, if you have a little extra time, you could even leave a review. That would be wonderful. I love to hear how these are meaningful, how you use them, and, and how they're helpful. So thank you for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting, and remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.